So the gospel is just a kind of a, a vague image of so many things Jesus was doing, the reaction of the crowd. So if you're interested, you could watch, the, if you're following The Chosen, season three, episode five, did a really good job with the woman with the hemorrhage, what it was like for Jesus and especially for the apostles to have that excitement, that, that crowd, that aggravation of so many people and trying to keep things steady for our Lord as he tried to do what he was trying to do. So it's a great scene if you're interested. But let's focus on this, this, first, this first reading, which is from the letter to the Hebrews. We touched on it earlier. It's an early commentating, commentator of, from the New Testament in light of Jesus Christ, how the Old Testament makes so much more sense now. It's such a deeper understanding of, of what the Jewish covenant would have the people doing, going into the, the building of the temple, the one temple in Jerusalem, every day, every, every so often rather, and only once a year was the Day of Atonement when the priest would enter that sanctuary, which was built according to Moses' design, a vision Moses had had of heaven. God says, make it this way, and that's why you have the Holy of Holies, the outer court, you have the plate. So it's the way the design was reflecting something that Moses had seen on the mountain. And our faith in this early commentator is that Jesus is the fullness of what that was just a shadow of. What the Old Testament was doing in, in shadow and copy form, like Jesus doesn't go every single day like doing the same stuff every, every time, but, when, but Jesus is that fullness, that real, of which the fast was just a shadow. And Jesus entered not some building of stone, the Holy of Holies in Jerusalem. He entered the heavenly sanctuary, the Holy of Holies, once for all, through the cross, through his death and resurrection. And as he entered into that, we participate. Like he, he humbled himself, he clothed himself, put on us, becoming man, and through our baptism invited us to put on him so it's an overlap. So again, what we said recently, we don't, we don't repeat the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. We renew it, we represent it, we partake of it, but it's the one sacrifice the Old Testament was like a, a, a copy of something they saw in heaven, a copy, and you're doing over and over again things without really touching that, that original. Jesus is the, the, the fullness, and we participate. We echo, we overlap into that original. There's a real participation. And I don't want to lose you, but since we are doing the catechism in a year, I will read the catechism, not in a year, but 1085, in the liturgy of the church, it is mainly our Lord's own Easter Paschal mystery that Christ signifies and makes present through the liturgy. During his earthly life, Jesus announced his Easter mystery by his teaching, and he anticipated it by his actions, his miracles. When his hour comes, he lives out the unique event of history, which does not pass away. His sacrifice, Calvary, the crucifixion, does not pass away. Jesus dies, is buried, rises from the dead, and ascends and is seated at the right hand of the Father once for all, we read today. Once for all. What does that mean? Once for all time, once for all people. His Paschal mystery is a real event that, yes, occurred in our history, but it is unique. All other historical events happen once, and then they pass away, swallowed up in the past. The Easter Paschal mystery of Christ, by contrast, cannot remain only in the past, because by his death he destroyed death 
And all that Christ is, all that he did and suffered for all men, participates, this is the first reading, participates in the divine eternity. And so it transcends all times while being made present in all times. The event of the cross and resurrection abides and draws everything towards life. The church is united with her Lord in the Holy Spirit. So it's this, this insisting like the heavenly sacrifice, the eternal sacrifice, it's still going on in a mysterious way. That's what we call about our sacrifice, our sacraments are mysteries, but we partake of it, we participate in it. And it takes faith. You walk into this very human sanctuary made by human hands, but you're also overlapping into the sanctuary not made by human hands, in which Christ the head has entered and the body through the head participates. So it's kind of deep. This is theology. Sorry, that's why people are like giving up on the catechism in a year after only 10 days. But it's a lot there for us. And we ask the Holy Spirit to enlighten our minds, to expand our heads, maybe allowing them to, bl- to allow his truths to blow our mind a little bit in all that he wanted to give us, in all that we are privileged through our baptism, through the sacraments, to partake of in his ongoing life and offering. Amen? Amen. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph.